Going to be around voice and uh, voice-based assistance and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Right. I think we didn't speak about in one of the previous episodes. Maybe right. that's one interesting product which I would definitely like to try. Yeah, exactly. So. Especially with uh, kids around. Yeah. If it helps them in any way of yeah. I mean, improving their conversation or whatever. Yeah. Or even getting just knowledge, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's probably a better interface than I mean, getting hooked up them onto a phone or something which is yeah. not good actually. And, and also, if you, I don't know whether you had a chance to check this, uh, the biggest holiday sales this year was uh, Amazon Echo and Echo Dot. Mm-hmm. So, they have sold big numbers actually. And so, which is like, if at all, if it is just giving you any, any indication, it's just a sheer trend. Okay. And uh, there isn't much anything, no other gadgets that people are interested in at this point of time apart from... Okay. Echo and Echo Dot and Google Home is just still at a very nascent state of moving in and stuff like that. So, I, if at all I am buying, I would probably investing on buying a Echo Dot or Echo would be something would, what I would be looking at actually. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So, having said that, so we want to move ahead and start on the CSR. Yeah. So, what is the first I, product which really caught your eye? That's, I mean, like, uh, like you said, no, like last week, what we talked about is like the Echo, Echo Dot, and then the backend services which are Alex and Polly. I think what Amazon is, seems to be, Amazon Echo seems to be everywhere in CES actually, which is like, I was so surprised in terms of the amount of partners they're getting into it, and then what various services and integration they've announced. I, for me, the biggest catch for this year's CES I see everywhere is the. Adding a speaker to every other consumer tech product actually. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but I think it is. It seems to be uh, maybe Amazon's intelligent move. Yeah. Uh, looks like right. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what is the what's there. I mean, is that service of Alexa and Polly really going to be revenue generating for them, or is it? Do you think they are more interested in the data? Yeah, it's a combination of both because it's like, uh, I mean, like one is like there is a need in the market, everybody, all this either like in terms of when you look at it, like the, uh, the, the IoT enabled products needs an interface which is like beyond mobility because mobile, taking your mobile phone out and then initiating different apps and then you instructing whether to start your uh, thermostat or like your, uh, your washing machine or for and each individual company is coming in with different apps and loading them is all really painful but I think voice based interface is really interesting there and then you just buy this device and put that as an automation hub wherein everything gets integrated with Alexa nicely and then I think they are also looking at that and then at this point of time I don't know whether what is a game I mean, I don't I don't think it is even important we have to understand to look at it whether it is like what is the end revenue goal for Amazon because the more the partnerships they are able to forge and then the more and more other players in the market also start building their own ecosystem around Alexa that itself is going to be a huge win right right yeah so okay yeah so what, what again is the interesting uh, product there so and the one is we saw last year uh, they have really they had the ability of like about 300 or 3000 odd skill sets okay for alexa which is and then this is this year it is just doubling down to 7000 odd skill sets mm. so which is like in terms of taking orders from for food delivery booking uber cabs or like uh, 
getting in terms of uh, information news playing songs and um, or integration with the fire their own tv services and stuff like that so i mean, the skill set is like quietly building up and then i'll ask as all the other other players are building their automation the skill set is going to be just going to move up actually so this series announcement i what i look at is like which is very interesting is like lg uh, more or less integrating their washers and then their uh, um, i mean more the suit of products into with the alexa based services and g lamps are getting integrated and then Lenovo has launched their own product which is based on Alexa again their own uh, cloud based integrated speaker systems and there are so many uh, even the power strips are getting integrated with Alexa where you will be able to control a single source of uh, uh, like initiating your uh, initiating a charge or stopping a charge using a power strip and stuff like that so I mean, like there, uh, Amazon seems to be putting the Alexa speaker everywhere in every product. It's great. <coughs> Preheating ovens and everywhere. I mean, like uh, the partnerships seems to be endless. I mean, actually, there, there seems to be like every other IoT company just wants to lap up Alexa and then just put a speaker on that and then just want to trigger and utilize the service actually. Right. Okay. But uh, but there should be some uh, some clause, right? Uh, do you think Amazon will be able to tap in into the data what this guy said? Their partners are sending in. Um, I don't know that actually. I think at this point of time, they might also want to just build the ecosystem more than anything else. Of this, I mean, like. Um, so when are i mean like in, in the consumer tech i mean when the things starts early on there is not really much focus on the data side as in but as it matures we bring in those control structures and stuff like that so uh, at this point of time I, i think everyone is looking at in terms of how do we make the automation integration and ecosystem move forward and then the in terms of like and all those privacy controls and other things will just probably just start coming in little later or something yeah Okay. So uh I think I saw this one interesting one from uh the mental uh, uh which is uh, which is actually a, a toy company or yeah, they, they make uh, I mean products for kids or yeah. So they uh, created one which is focused for kids. Kids exactly. Yeah. So I mean, what do you think about it? See, again, like what, the interesting thing, what uh, I mean, uh, the Alexa guys are doing here is that it's just that not only they're building their own product, and uh, they're they're fearless in terms of allowing the other players in the market to build the build separate products which are based on their technology. So, Beat Lenovo or the the another announcement which you talked about is Metal, which is like getting a vertical into kids space, more mm-hmm. building a cloud speaker, and also LG has announced its own HubSpot, which is also again an another uh, another similar like a speaker where you are able to. uh which is built based on amazon alexa technologies and stuff like that so what is interesting about metal is that they think uh, uh i think what they're trying to do is that they're trying to integrate more than one ai personality right uh, they are building their own proprietary ai system uh, which is which can which can do the natural language processing and everything based on nuance and stuff like that because i think one of the important thing is when you're having a kids 
and they are not going to pronounce the way the language needs to be spoken okay and the, the device needs to be trained and so they are using other technologies like google's nuance and other things to build that kind of a thing and also what is interesting is that that um uh, uh, the the metal the name of the product is aristotle okay so <laughs> i think that it also builds with comes with an a camera and um, other uh, where you are able to project certain things and stuff mm-hmm. like that so it's slightly an interesting product i mean couple of things is interesting there is a i mean the kids are always very curious about everything right yeah i mean they so one of the biggest challenge for us is that we are not able to answer them the, yeah that is true i think even the way they talk right yeah um, i have seen my daughter talk to siri okay she thinks is like some some real person, real person yeah, yeah. and and she like continuously talks Talk, right yeah. it's like why are you doing like this what are you what's wrong <laughs> so that's like a different way of interacting right, right? I mean, and it's not like you ask something and it answers get by yeah i think that is what something they're trying to address with yeah. with the other adding bells and whistles and couple of other use cases they are discussing is very i mean very interesting uh, where they are able to remotely help the parents to soothe the children i mean the soothe the kid uh, via app and stuff like that so and monitor them because it has got a camera in that uh, it's like more of a i mean a kid monitor i mean it's a child monitoring right. system and the as it grows it can start asking questions and stuff like that right so and also i think there are a couple of other use cases where with the help of camera they are able to recognize the toys which the kids are playing in and build analog bots for the toys i mean even the toys are analog and they don't have any interactivity or something this uh, the system can just automatically see which toy you are playing and then it can create a character for the toy and stuff like that so which is another very interesting thing which they are trying to build there again that is also another ai personality of the metal uh, thing aristotle is it has got a bit is powered by alexa so when when as a grown up you interact with it it can interact based on alexa and then as a kid it is it runs on their own uh, built in ai system and stuff like that so it's an interesting product it's not going to be in the market till june 2017 or something like this oh. so uh, when it comes but i think uh, amazon will definitely uh, get a rich amount of even anonymized data trend right yeah absolutely um, that's like significant current uh, i mean gold mine yeah it's it's like we are pumping in all our search data into amazon's clouds basically like that's yeah, how it's going to look they like they could do so many things with yeah, it, right? right i mean they can introduce new products or yeah, they can improve their uh, supply chain yeah. um, their commerce initiatives uh, i mean they i mean like whatever whatever is google's advantage today becomes amazon's advantage tonight right. right? so it's like it's going to be like that actually uh what what other things you saw i mean apart from uh, so apart from metal also there's another uh, announcement is which is basically from uh, lg is that uh, uh, the hubspot what is hubrobo hubrobo yeah so that is another product which is powered by alexa uh so also they also building their own customization which is around that if you buy an lg washer and the lg oven and stuff like that when you use the hub robo you will be able to preheat the oven and uh, is it based on alexa i thought it yeah, is yeah is it is based on alexa. i thought they are building a competing product uh, at the com- yeah i mean it's a competing product is powered by alexa basically so uh, yeah yeah and <laughs> <laughs> now that works but yeah okay so so alexa is there everywhere so i think this is like 
so we are, I mean, we are seeing this three, I mean, three or four, four races around this voice assistants and AI and voice assistants. One is from Amazon is Alexa. And we are also, I mean, the Apple Siri, they've got every pieces ready, but they've not even cohesively integrated like what Alexa folks are doing right now. Because they've got the health kit, they've got the home kit, they've got the Siri, but they're all not cohesively working yet with like with the with the kind of partnership and then what Alexa is forging. So I think it looks like the biggest trend this year is around Voice. Artificial intelligence. Yeah. Artificial intelligence and voice. And voice is an application. Yeah. As an interface mention, yeah. So, and and I think, uh, the, I, I still, we still don't know how well this will play out, right? Because, again, this looks like that initial euphoria where everybody wants to do something around this. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Uh, but we need to see how this really works. Right. But I think a significant thing where I feel, we still have, I have not seen application is, um, People who are kind of illiterate, right? Mm-hmm. And people who don't talk English, ah, right. um, any other language in any country. I think that is where the, the yeah, power of this will be really felt. True, but that will take a while actually in terms of to get there because I mean, like, it needs to get mature for for for, for English speaking audience first, and then it needs to move ahead actually. Right. And I, yeah, but uh, I mean, with all the other advancements which are happening around national language processing and stuff, I think it should be. Right. I think we did a similar discussion around that for last week. Right? But, but I think another trend which is probably uh, this if it really kicks off, right, it can actually consume IoT also into it. Absolutely. It'll just suck the IoT, it becomes the biggest interface for IoT. Correct. And then the IoT device are just probably just the backend device right? yeah. and this will be the primary interface you yeah. navigate and this can also be your single hub in your home exactly uh, what a TV could not do exactly right. and it can reduce the amount of phone usage you have yeah obviously yeah and because it's like for all yeah. so the, the phones are, will get moved into the PC era right. and then the apps are going to die or yeah. they'll become irrelevant, irrelevant. nobody wants exactly. to I mean even today if you see People don't like so many apps. Yeah, I don't like. I mean, uh, if it crosses one page, I delete them. Yeah, it just. I mean, one is you don't use them. Yes, exactly. And it doesn't make any sense to have so many apps. Yeah. I think the app sexiness is gone. Gone. Yeah. Uh, maybe it is still with games. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, because the cross application service integration is the key, yeah. and then the market is matured to that. And I somehow felt Apple has lost out this again. Yeah, uh, they have lost the big, I mean, they can come back, but it is going to be a bigger challenge for them actually. And even they starting first, Yeah, probably Siri came yeah. probably first okay. as a commercial yeah. technology. Right. They still really didn't capitalize yeah. and Siri still is pretty lousy. No, they've got all the puzzle, I mean, they've got all the blocks for the puzzle in their place, but it is not fixed basically. Yeah, and it is fixing them now. It's going to be very difficult for them. No, I think they, they, they are. I think uh, the, the cohesive cloud strategy is missing there. Actually. That's why I think they are. Uh, they are too much focused on the phone, oh. and, and they are probably not thinking of any other form factor to do anything else. Oh, okay. uh, because it looks like the entire company is now run by iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably blocking their. Wait, this is like I. I mean, this is interesting, and uh, I. I'm big. Uh, I mean, like I'm very happy the way it is moving forward because uh, we need to move uh, because the computation needs to move to people who are like it needs to go beyond the screens basically. I mean that it needs to become yeah, a commodity. Yeah. 
Okay, so other uh, some of the other interesting things I saw in CES is that something like the the mesh network products which are announced. Yeah, so you asked me what would I actually invest in, <laughs> and this is one of my areas. Yeah, right, you said that. Right. One thing in my list, especially uh, I live in a big, large apartment complex mm-hmm. where it's the Wi-Fi networks are really contested. Right. right. So this is something I've been looking, but I think it is pretty expensive still. What do you think? Yeah, that's right. So what we are talking about here is that the mesh uh, network routers, which come in in multiple units, which are like similar to your Euro, Luma, Plume, and Google. What we saw last year, now this year, Netgear and Lynx is so a couple of more others have launched, and even I think Comcast is trying to do their own version of the product and stuff like that. So what this does is you get in multiple units. and uh, they use a different radio for uh, communicating between these two units so that your bandwidth is not dropped actually and it creates a mesh network inside your home or office so where you will be able to uh, just consume the internet via the router but they can continue to communicate within themselves on a different radio and stuff like that so this is an interesting product because it's just try to eliminate the dark dark spots in your house in the with respect to wifi and then where you cannot run a cable and stuff like that so uh, linksys is announced one and then uh, i also netflix is trying to put their own thing uh, who are basically the infinity customers who are there in us and then they put that trying to put that so couple of other interesting things which this comes brings in beyond the traditional routers is most of the companies are trying to integrate this with their cloud services so they will be able to auto manage the firmware update and stuff like that automatically and securely okay. and the initial setup can be driven through barcodes and qr codes or or mobility apps and stuff like that so one of the challenge for consumers uh, is buying a router and setting it up because you need little bit of computer knowledge to do that okay and i think these kind of routers uh, which comes with the cloud backend is kind of trying to eliminate that wherein it should be just goes as simple as that wherein you just uh, you just go ahead and scan a qr code and then they should be able to get it go and rest all managed by the provider basically via the cloud based mm-hmm. services and stuff like that so Uh, I see. This is also another interesting idea where we might see more and more products coming in, and um, the forty bucks router is moving towards the three hundred bucks <laughs> equipment now. Right? Yeah, I think looks like this is that uh, that four K kind of uh, TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, TV. Okay, that's not enough now. By four K. Or what are the new thing is called HDR, right? Yeah, HDR, yeah. HDR plus or something. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is. But maybe I don't know. I mean, I've read some lot of great reviews about this, but I really need to okay. experience. Right? Is it going to significantly change my um, experience? No, I mean, like if you look at traditional routers, when you put a uh, when you put like a, a router and uh, because if you put two Wi-Fi devices to communicate within your network, they traditionally they use a single antenna, so the bandwidth used to drop basically. and what they are trying to do here is making it as a mesh network and having multiple radios mm-hmm. they are trying to kind of eliminate that so if even if it does not significantly improve your speed if you are getting about 100 mbps and you are it's going to eliminate the dark spots in dark areas in your home and then it's going to also improve in terms of the in terms of the the, the connectivity speeds which you get right between right. different devices okay uh, that's one so There are other things interesting around, uh, especially in the 
I would yeah. Yeah. yeah, in the Amazon's uh, robo thing, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think there is an interesting story about how they are actually uh, increase the coverage of robots in fulfillments and yeah, yeah. their fulfillment yeah. warehouses yeah. and uh, how they are working alongside humans. Yeah. That was a pretty interesting uh, thing to know. Yeah. But I think they were always into this, correct? So yeah, because they, they even bought a robotic company. Yeah, Kiwi, Kiwi, uh, Kriva. 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 Kiva. 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 So I think, uh, I mean, what is interesting here is that the, the I mean, I mean, Amazon is a phenomenal amount of employees, which is like 2 like 30,000 employees are there. And most of them would be in our actually. Yeah. Or in fulfillment centers. So I think what it is trying to do here is that they're trying to do, they, they're trying to become a leaders in automation, basically. I mean, yeah. That's, that's kind of area towards their moving. And I mean, it's like pretty amazing to watch Amazon's growth in terms of, they're going on a robotics cloud, uh, I mean, user interface area, and they're just, they're becoming because the technology company than Apple, Microsoft, and all put together, actually. Like, right. It's like, after Google, they're also becoming biggest player in cloud. I mean, there is, if there is somebody who can give run for money for Google and cloud, it would be Amazon, actually. And they're also looking at areas like AI and robotics and stuff like that. It's very interesting the way they're moving forward. And uh, the coming back to the, the this fulfillment story again, like it's amazing to watch them in action. Those robots moving on a blue lines, yeah, mission precision, taking the big payloads and moving around. And I mean, like, I mean, it is very interesting the way the automation is happening there, and then how fast they're able to move this. I mean, from 2012 to from about four or five thousand robots which were employed, now they are all becoming into about in numbers in, in terms of thirty thousand, forty thousand, and stuff like that. So yeah. But I think it is. I don't know how much of it is actually uh, implemented in 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 warehouses in India. I don't know. Right? No, I don't think it is not actually only there. And Germany is another country there. But uh, probably the volume is much higher. Yeah, and th- just relating to this, I think they're also planning to launch. A, uh, I mean, like cashierless checkout system this year. Uh, yeah, or the physical uh, stores. Right. I, I forgot the name of it. They recently launched one store, actually. Right. I think it's cashierless store actually in Seattle, basically. Yeah. Actually. So I think that is another interesting thing wherein you, as you pick up your stuff, it automatically starts processing the billing and stuff like that without you need to stay in a line for checkout and stuff right, like that. So, right. And all this they're able to achieve with the amount of investments going on robotics and automation and stuff like that. So it's really interesting in terms of how well they're able to revolutionize on the on the side because it's like, uh, I mean, uh, for their size and, uh, uh, and I don't think any human, they'll move to a level where it will be very difficult for employing humans and even start processing the orders and stuff like that. Right. I think, uh, I think nobody is there to actually even monitor the store, I guess, right? I think that's hmm. the one, uh, I'm, I'm still not able to read, like, I think it's called uh, uh, new, no checkout store or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember the term. I think it's cashierless or cashier. Yeah, some name they had, but anyway. So I think the, the key was like you can just step in, yeah, pick up things, pick up things and walk away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's as simple as that. So. But I don't know. I mean, imagine in in countries where I don't know it's basically a trust-based system. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So or maybe they have intelligence. 
to catch yeah. maybe the humans will do the catching job probably and if somebody runs away with the, the humans needs to be there only to catch otherwise right you don't need anybody there to really see but i think looks like they are using some computer vision sort of technology to recognize yeah, to recognize who is speaking to yeah. him and if somebody is really is intending to steal something okay. i mean they probably even be able to catch that actually uh-huh. so i think it's on amazon go go yeah okay okay so okay what else apart from this any weird uh, i think i saw some two weird uh, yeah, yeah you uh, gizmos basically <laughs> <laughs> the first one was i think it was really amusing was the 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 hairbrush right uh, from uh, white things yeah so i think they are actually uh, i think partnered with uh, with one of the subsidiaries of l'oreal Yeah, and they are uh, what they are saying is basically they can measure uh, how you comb your hair. Yeah. So you are talking about a brush which is like a IoT enabled brush. Yeah, IoT enabled brush. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that. Hair brush. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you and me doesn't need it. <laughs> need it. I don't need it. <laughs> It'll tell you your baldness <laughs> every day. <laughs> But I think uh, it is interesting actually. Uh, I think this is again a data game. Yeah, okay. they are beginning the data. <laughs> Maybe so. I think uh, what I read in one of the story, uh, I don't know who quoted this, is many of these professional uh, styling companies, right, uh-huh. like L'Oreal and other guys, okay, right. okay. they do lot of surveys. Ah, uh-huh, okay. Uh, so they actually reach out to potential customer, okay. ask them, okay, what is your issue in terms of hair, hair, skin, and so many other things, okay. right? So th- and they actually use the data to. I mean, refine the product. Refine the product and introduce new, introduce new flavors and so on. Yeah, and that is a most of kind of a sampling. Ah, right. You really don't get the the real pulse. So this, Correct. I think, looks like their effort to get the data real time. Yeah, I mean, uh, from so many real customers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think the game is essentially and sensor can collect more data. Right. So they are actually measuring so many things. Right. How how much time you are combing. Okay. And they have some. Uh, They have gyroscopes. They have, I think, small microphones. Oh, okay. Uh, so many things inbuilt in that. <laughs> so they, they, you know, how fast you are doing. <laughs> is it you are, you are actually having too much of tangle in your hair? Okay. Or is it your hair dry? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, imagine that's like a wealth of data. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like they can build amazing use cases behind the scene. Yeah. And they can do some real niche. Product, yeah, yeah. big data, AI, and IoT. Like, yeah, put together is a deadly privacy combination. <laughs> This is destroy, decimate your privacy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has come to hair combing now. <laughs> I think the next one is was, was probably just been there for quite some time. Now they are claiming it has got artificial intelligence built into a toothbrush. Alright, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is another story you're saying, right? Yeah. So that was, uh, I think, another company just doing. Uh, basically an AI into the toothbrush actually. Ah, oh, it's just like embedded AI or something. Is it? Yeah, and they are. Uh, what this company is claiming is that they can actually tell you. Okay. Uh, I mean, whether is your brushing are you healthy? Are you reaching all parts in your mouth? Uh, blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all that actually. <laughs> so imagine, uh, I mean, a dentist will have like a, a wealth of data that you can actually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really targeted, right? Yeah, exactly. And tell you, and bus, and insurance companies. Yeah, yeah, dental insurance. Yeah, dental insurance guys. I mean, it's not there in India, but in India, yeah. insurance is pretty big deal. Yeah, I mean, they say Wednesday, thirteenth of July, you didn't brush, so you are not qualified for an insurance. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Grammy name is called Kali Bree or something. <laughs> So yeah, yeah so it's yeah, like I, more, for me most of the IOT is like either comical or some of them are really junk right but some of the interesting products built around are like on the automation side and stuff like this are really interesting mm-hmm. but i mean these are possibilities beyond my imagination to have any AI embedded ai on a brush right now I mean, until and unless it is really required. I, I don't need such kind of a data about my teeth, actually. Mm. I really don't need that. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> it's like a notification, I mean, like kind of a watch for me, right? So I don't need such kind of watches, which just constantly tells me the, all the stuff in the world, actually. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it, I guess. Uh, I mean, there are other small announcements. Uh, yeah, related. I think there are some HDR TVs which yeah, Sony yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. other companies are launching. I think even Samsung. Yeah, and Samsung also are introducing two Chromebooks. Yeah, and I and I think they also said uh, uh, what they will do with Note Seven disaster. I guess <laughs> in their keynote. What <laughs> one other thing I noticed is that. Um, See, uh, most of the TVs are trying to bake both the terrestrial TV and the web into one interface actually. Right. Uh, the, that is something which is interesting I saw because the Sling is getting integrated with the Fire OS and the other Dish has launched their own product called RTV. And I think that also makes sense because most of my TV watching personally, I for sports I go to Tata Sky and then for the rest it's mostly on the web. So, right, right, right. so I think this kind of product really helps in terms of how you want to watch TV because it's like having an interface which can you can switch between Netflix and the terrestrial TV automatically. Right. That really makes it interesting because I don't need to buy another Chromecast or another TV device. Apart from TV, I don't need to buy another one and stuff like that. So, buy one box which can just switch between the internet TV and then the regular terrestrial TV, that would be the fantastic thing. There I saw the Dish RTV which integrates Sling into there, which the Sling is your terrestrial interface which you get into it. And also Amazon Fire OS is also integrating the similar things and then they are also trying to set up their own manufacturing of TVs. I mean, especially the low-cost TVs with, with the help of Chinese manufacturers and stuff like that. That's another interesting trend. The way Amazon is doing this is that they're seeing in terms of what their e-commerce player, what what is selling very fast in their e-commerce side and where the players are not ready to push a product. They're just going ahead and building themselves actually. Mm. Okay. So... I yeah, I mean, just to end, uh, uh, I think Amazon launched their uh, Prime Video in India, right? Did they launch? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, I think uh, like a couple of weeks back. Okay. So did you try it out? Uh, I did subscribe to it. Uh, I wasn't really impressed with the collection again. Uh, oh. It was probably, to be frank, uh, worse than what Netflix is. Oh, okay. okay. At least Netflix has a lot of rich, their own TV shows. Still, and some of them are good. Okay. Really good. And these guys don't even have that. Uh-huh. I mean, they don't even have like a rich uh, collection of movies. movies. Also. So, okay. It wasn't uh, that compelling for okay. me to actually. I, I am in and out of Netflix because I am not finding the collection sufficient enough to keep me there actually. Yeah, so I, just, I signed up for their uh, their trial, okay. uh, which includes also the Prime subscription, right? So, okay. your shipping and other things will be free. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. Uh, but I still don't see a value actually, uh-huh. because I don't shop that much on Amazon for me to get yeah. the Prime shipping. Correct. Yeah, so maybe I don't think I'll subscribe okay it wasn't really 
it convinces english yeah so the series show is still in progress so it's going the other thing which i want to update is netflix has introduced offline uh, download download okay yeah so that's that's a pretty big deal uh, for yeah. india actually yeah. Right? so yeah it's true yeah that's it i guess okay so the series in progress so if at all if we see some other interesting stories we'll touch upon it next week of course yeah yeah other than other than, if there is nothing none then we will move some other topic right so this series is all about amazon alexa and voice as interface and that's about it i mean i don't see anything i mean apart from the auto, i mean the automated cars is something which i see quite a bit of them right uh, but yeah. we don't cover that much in our show so we don't get into it but because i mean the automated show, automated cars and drones are some of the other thing especially unmanned uh, the flying vehicles and then uav uavs and then right yeah. automobile is another the biggest thing biggest trend i saw actually at least so that's about it uh, okay. we'll catch up next week okay bye bye